God bless you guys, man. I got the flu, but I'm still going to preach because God's in control of everything, man. Listen, welcome to Growing in His Word, man. God is so radical, man. And, you know, this chapter is probably the most famous chapter for me in the Bible. I think it's the number one chapter that I really, really respect the most. And I'm just so sick, man. And (laughs) it's the enemy, bro. He doesn't like what I'm doing on this program. People are getting saved and the word of God's getting out, man. And people are constantly, you know, emailing me and it's a radical message. They're like, hey, man, Pastor Yost, it's a real good message you preach, man. And and so it's all the Lord, not me. And I want to just say thank you to all the listeners and subscribers out there on all the podcasts. Uh, I did, not me, the Lord, I did get an award from a couple podcasts for the number one religious podcast and it's it's not me man it's listeners like you guys and it's all the lord man it's it's all what he's done and what he continues to do in this ministry because we you know i preach for free i don't ask for any money it's all the lord it's it's all verse by verse so father we come before you lord we thank you for john chapter 10 i'm sorry matthew chapter 10 lord wow what an amazing time we're gonna have lord you're talking about drawing your disciples to you. <laughs> it's radical, Father. And we thank you for that, Lord. So now teach us, Father. We ask that your Holy Spirit aid us. Lord, you said that your Holy Spirit would, would aid us. So now we call upon your Holy Spirit now, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Last week was a radical week. The disciples didn't fast and life was restored. Jesus is giving power to his disciples and he's equipping them with the tools that he, that they need to carry on his awesome, radical, loving message, man. And really, it's, it's, it's what it's about. You know, we recapped on that last week and how Jesus restores sight, man, and, and how Jesus departed from, you know, different places and how he restored the speech of human beings he 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 healed the sick he you know he did the unbelievable to prove that he is and was and still is the messiah and so it's radical and so and chapter 10 is amazing man it you know the pharisees you know we talked about last week how as they went out and behold, they brought to him a man that was mute and demon possessed. And when the demon was casted out, the, the mute spoke and the multitudes marveled saying it was never seen like this in Israel. And so we see the Pharisees, but the Pharisees said he has casted out demons by the rulers of the demons. Jesus went out to all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. And it's amazing because he's going to go ahead and pass the torch to his disciples. I mean, he's on a roll. It's crazy, man. He's, man, I wish wish he'd heal my sickness right now. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Lord Jesus, heal my sickness so I can get through this sermon. In your name, Jesus, amen. Look it, man. Jesus went out to all the cities, man. He didn't just do one city, bro. He went, he went out, man. He went. He went to different cities. He wasn't ashamed. He wasn't, he wasn't afraid. He was perfect. 
He was 100% man and 100% God. He paved the way for us believers to go about his business. Listen, Jesus talked about in verse 36, and before we go to chapter 10, he saw the multitudes. He was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. And we talked about how how that happened last, last week in the book of Acts, man. But when they were scattered, then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers in his harvest. And that's what this sermon's about, man. It's about the harvest. Jesus is sending out the 12, man, because there was 12 disciples. I mean, there was 12 disciples and there was 12 tribes of Israel. He was calling out his 12. He was getting ready to send them out. But you're going to see that there's one, there's one that backstabs them. And it's Judas. There's always a backstabber. But God still loved him. And he prayed and God still loved him. And we need to love our enemies, even though they, they, they don't like us. I mean, it's like my neighbor, his dog bit me. And it's like, I got a big old infection on my finger. We were friends before the dog bit me. <laughs> and hey, I still love him. I pray for him. I'm not going to sue him. I, I, I love his dog. But God wants us to love one another and pray for the ones who wrongfully persecute us. And you know, man, it's hard. I get it. I get, listen, I get it. We want to do things our way, like Burger King. But God says, no, man, you're not going to get a Whopper or a Double Double with French fries in a, in a Diet Coke, man. Listen, you got to do it my way, Jesus says. Or it's the highway. And people don't want to hear that. But we move on to chapter 10. And this is amazing because this is my favorite chapter in the Bible. It's cool because chapter 10 of Matthew says, and when he called to his 12 disciples, this is amazing. He gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases. Now, the names of the 12 apostles, and we talked about this last week, are the first. Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother. Okay. James, the son of Zebedee. I love that. And John, his brother, Philip, and John, his brother. And then we had Philip and, and Bar, uh, Bartholomew, Thomas, and Matthew, the tax collector. <laughs> James, the son of Al uh, Alphaeus and Lebacus, whose surname is Thaddeus. Simon, the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. Listen, man, I'm excited this morning, even though I'm sick. <laughs> the enemy's attacking because... You know, I got to tell you, I was invited. I don't normally talk about this, but I was invited to uh, a movie, a new movie coming out called Paul the Apostle. And I'm like, wow, what a trip. So I met up with this, you know, lady. She was a nice lady. <laughs> Had a casting company, you know, Christian woman, praise the Lord. And she said, hey, Yos. You know, you look like you'd fit the part, man, in, in Paul the Apostle, the movie. So, you know, we need some some stuff here. Some, I mean, so I went in there and helped do the movie. And, you know, 
I think it's a radical movie. I think this producer, man, that's out there, he's doing this movie. He's, he's not making money. Uh, he's not out to get people's money. He's out to spread the gospel. You know, and I was on the set. I filmed on the set with them and my, and my beautiful family. And it's amazing because this new movie, Paul, the Last Apostle, it's going to be, it's going to be radical. It's, it's got already a lot of reviews. And I think that it's just identical to The Chosen. And it's like a spinoff, kind of. I mean, it's not, but it's it's a spinoff. And a lot of the actors in The Chosen are in it. And I think it's a radical, beautiful, you know, TV series that's going to come out. And I, and I, and I honestly, I, 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 I got to tell you, man, when you're being part of God's work, Satan's going to persecute you. He's going to give you the, the devil's going to persecute you. He's going to send people your way to, to divide your, 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 the way you do things for Christ. Because Jesus wants to be exposed. He wants to be on TV. Jesus wants to be all over. Jesus wants to be a star. <laughs> because he, he wants the glory. And I think what's radical is this producer that, I, that I've been working with. He shows this TV series as Christ getting the glory. And that's and I'm all for that, man. I really am, man. And I'm going to put a link on this website to it later so that you guys can check it out and put photos. And I'm excited about it, man. It's a radical uh, movie that's being made right now in, in, in Texas. And I think you guys should be part of it. If, whether prayer, whatever God puts on your heart, man. You know me, I, I don't ask for money. I never ask for a dime. And I never will. But God will motivate you because he loves you and he knows what he's doing. Listen, Jesus Christ had his 12 disciples. He sent them out. And you may think, that's radical, man. I wish I was one of those dudes or one of those people. You are. <laughs> you just don't know it. That's what we're talking about this morning. You. You are a star for Jesus. Jesus wants us to shine for him and give him the glory, man. And this is what he did. Listen, he said, and when he had called his 12 disciples, John, uh, Matthew chapter 10, to him, he called them to him. He gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases. Listen, verse 2 says, now the name of the 12 apostles are the first Simon. And we went on and we talked about these guys. And you may think, man, they're powerful guys. But listen, they passed the torch this morning to you. And that's because this is the harvest. And this is the harvest. And it means it will mark the beginning of the kingdom age for the lost. It will mean doom for the saved, maybe. But it will mean a blessing. Because being doomed could be good when there's persecution coming at you. And it's important. Believers, the disciples are named in pairs and they were sent out that way because it talks about that in Mark chapter 6, verse 7. We go in twos, man, in pairs. And, and, and we become fruit. Wow, I'm excited. Listen, the disciples were obedient except, except for one, but it had to happen. Judas was a liar. He betrayed Jesus with a kiss. I preached about that in John. And we see why it happened. The Son of Man had to die for our sins because our sins put him on the cross. And that's why it had to happen. Listen, bad things happen to good people for reasons. We don't have to wonder why 
or explain why. God knows and he's in control and he loves you. We need a harvest. It's, it's ready. This new movie, Paul the Apostle, it could be the harvest. This TV series could be the harvest, man. The world is watching. But these 12, these 12 disciples Jesus sent out and commanded them saying, do not go, in, go, in, go into the way of the Gentiles. Listen, and do not enter a city of the Samaritans, okay? But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Etz Israel. Why? Because Jesus came to serve. Jesus came to be worshipped. But Jesus called us to serve others. Listen, he called the lost. He wants the worst. Look at Paul the Apostle. He was the worst. He was a murderer. He had the keys, I told you last week. He was breathing murderous threats from the... He had the keys from the rabbi, from Rabbi Gamaliel, the chief rabbi of Israel, man. He, he studied under him. And he wanted to end the way. But Jesus said, no, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blind you, Paul, and I'm going to send you out, man. And this is what Jesus is doing. He came for the lost and as you go, he says, preaching in the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Listen, heal the sick. Listen to what he says. He's telling them, heal the sick. Okay? Cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out demons freely. You have received freely. Give. Provide, provide, listen to this, provide neither gold nor silver nor copper in your money belts. Verse 10, I mean, nor bags on your journey, nor two tunics, nor sandals, nor staffs, for a worker is worthy of his food. Man, Jesus is saying, leave the drama, don't worry about it. Pack lightly, go where, the, we'll go where I send you, don't worry, I'm going to be with you. You don't have to worry what you say, I'm gonna, the Holy Spirit is with you, the helper. So many of us want to try, and God says, stop trying. Submit to me. Surrender. I surrender. That song is so beautiful. I want to know you, Lord. I want to know you, Lord. I surrender. You know what, man? We need to be ready in season and out, the Bible says. Listen, I'm not going to cross verses today. Usually I do, but today I want to talk from my heart. Listen, we need to surrender to Jesus and get out there and be about his business, whether it's, you know, Praying for people, whatever. Time is short. We can live forever. And this is the key. They went around, man. They didn't. They went on journeys. They didn't bring their 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 garbage or baggage, man. But they worked for everything they needed. Like like I sell I sell insurance and I preach the gospel, man. Okay. Paul was a tent maker. We need to serve others. But it's going to be a problem because Satan hates us. I'm going to talk about the movie again. We did this movie, Paul the Apostle, man. I was in the movie. I mean, I wasn't important, but hey, every little piece helps. <laughs> and we got sick shooting the last the last season, the last night, man, we got sick. The producer got sick. I got sick. The, the actors got sick. 
Satan hates us. He wants to stop what God's doing, but he can't stop the Holy Spirit. It's, it's predestined that we win, man. We win in the end. We win, and we're bringing Paul back to life. We're bringing Paul back to life, man. We're doing it through the, through, through the TV, man. It's amazing, you guys. Stay tuned for that. But listen, Jesus wants us to freely give, okay? He says, listen to this. Verse 11 says, now, whatever city or town you enter, inquire who, who in it it was is who in it is worthy. So whoever's worthy in that city, find out and stay there till you go out. And verse 12 says, and when you go into a house, household, greet it. Shalom. How are you? In Hebrew, manishma. Shalom. Mani yossi. Hey, man, how's your household? God bless you. Listen to this. This is the way of life. Jesus is talking. Let your peace. Listen to this. It's important. If the household is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it's not worthy, Jesus said, let your peace return to you. And whoever will not receive you nor hear your words when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet, man. You you ever go somewhere and you try to, you know, you try to pray for somebody? You know, I go out to the street, I try to talk about Jesus and they're like, turn away from me. Some lady was telling me, I go, okay, man, I'm out of here. Jesus says, shake it off, man. You can't force Jesus upon anybody because it'll never work. Jesus Christ is cannot be forced. We have to live like Jesus, breathe like Jesus, act like Jesus, operate in the Holy Spirit and continue to be about his business. Listen, that's the only way, man. Getting in the word, growing in his word. Shake off your feet as surely he says, I say to you, It will be tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Listen, we don't have to worry because God's in control. He'll judge everybody. He says in verse 16, behold, I send out as a sheep. Behold, I send you out as a sheep in the midst of the wolves. Remember, there's going to be people who, who don't like what you're doing. There's wolves out there. But be wise as serpent, he says, and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to councils and scourge you in their synagogues. And you will be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and the Gentiles. But when you when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should speak for. It will be given to you in that honor, in that hour, I'm sorry, what you shall speak. For it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit of your Father who speaks in you. We don't got to worry. The apostles, the the apostles are going to be, they were going to be, they were exposed to hatred and violence from men. And we see this today. You know, God used Jewish rejection and persecution of the messengers to bring the gospel message to the Gentiles. And this occurred with Paul in Acts chapter 21, verse 26 through 36 and so on. We have to understand that persecution brings about a beautiful revival when we, it's amazing. I don't don't know why, man, but this is why. Listen, verse 21 says, now brother will deliver you up. This is the end. In the end, listen. I'm excited because it's true. I've witnessed it and I plead with you. 
I plead with everybody listening right now. Jesus Christ loves you. It says in verse 21, Now brother will deliver up brother to death. And father, his child and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But he who endures to the end will be saved. And when they persecute you in the city, flee to another. Don't stick around, man. You don't need the abuse. God will God kick off your, your, your feet, man, and shot them off and, and move on, man. Listen, there's more people who want Jesus. For every 10 no's, there's 100 yeses, man. For surely I say to you, you will not have gone through the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. He's saying it right there, man. It's amazing. Oh, Baruch Hashem Yeshua HaMashiach. He says, look, he's saying, there's a lot of work. You're still going to go city to city. And I'm, and I'm coming. People, listen, I'm coming. Don't be lazy, he's saying. Listen, verse 24 says, a disciple is not above his teacher nor a servant above his master. It is, it is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house, Beelzebub, how much more will they call those of his household? Beelzebub was a demon that Jesus rebuked. Listen, verse 26 says, Therefore do not fear them, man. For there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, hidden that will not be known. The Bible says that out of the mouth the abundance of the heart will speak. You know, I've been in front of people and, you know, they pretend they're holy. And then all of a sudden, weird stuff comes out of their mouth. God exposes people and believers. You don't got to worry. God's in control of every situation because he loves us and he has a plan for us. Believe me, this message right now is real today. I beg that you listen to me. It's a, it's a, it's a message of hope. In Hebrew, we say Hatikva. This is the Hatikva, the blessed hope, and that this you believe. Whatever I tell you in the dark, Jesus said, speak in the light, and whatever you hear in, in, in the ear, preach on the house on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Because listen, believers, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? And not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will. It happens, man. It happens. Persecution happens, believers. It's part of the healing process. It's part of the character that God builds in our life to show us what's going to happen in our life. If we didn't have persecution, believers, I don't know if you'd really be saved because God motivates us. And you may think that's cruel. No, it's not cruel. Jesus said it is a joy to suffer. Well, I don't want to be a Christian after hearing that. That's not what he's saying, man. There's good times and bad times. But we got we to gotta know that he's in control no matter what happens to us. We got to breathe. Look, Whew, take a deep breath and breathe. Wow. Lord, you're in control. Wow, I just lost my parents. Wow, Lord, you're in control. Why me? God says, because I'm building your character. That's cruel, you may think. No, it's not. I, I prevented your parents from going to a, a, a worse place. It could be worse, man. Listen, I don't know who you are out there, but listen, the Lord's telling me, don't worry. He's in control. 
And you're thinking, how do you know that? Because I've been through it. Listen, I've been through hell and back, man. I've been, I've been through it. I don't need to tell my testimony. You're going to see it on TV soon. But God knows my testimony. He knows my heart. And it's not about me. It's about Jesus. It's about you falling in love with the Father, the author and finisher of this world. Listen, we're not just going to die and be empty. It's the beginning of life, Jesus says. Listen, and not one of them falls to the ground apart from your Father's will. Verse 30 says, but the very hairs of your head are numbered. Wow. If he knows the numbers of your hairs on your head, <laughs> I think he has a plan for you. I got some gray hairs. I mean, I wish he'd turn them back white or not gray, but, you know, blonde, whatever they are. But he loves us. He knows our name. When Satan was attacking Peter, Jesus said to Peter, Caiaphas, Satan knows your name and he's calling your name. Peter got freaked out, man. Really? Jesus is like, yeah. He's going to come at us, man. But we got to guard our lives. Ephesians says to guard our loins. I thought I wasn't going to cross reference today, but I'll do it. I love it. Ephesians says to put on your breastplate of righteousness, your shield of faith. Guard your feet, man, with the preparation, armor of God. Because when the fiery darts come at you and Satan hits you, man, it hurts. But if you're ready, it's not going to touch you, man. It's not going to affect you. You're going to be like, wow, yeah, praise the Lord. The neighbor's dog just bit me. Ah. That's me right now. Do not, do not fear, therefore. You are of more value than the sparrows, man. Listen to verse 32. Therefore, whoever confesses before man, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before man, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Wow, that's crazy. Woo. Amazing. I don't want to be caught in that, man. Listen. It's heavy. I told you this is my favorite chapter, listeners. It's just so much to preach on. It's amazing. Look, don't think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace on, but peace to bring peace, but a sword. Wow, man. He's dividing the sheep from the, the wolves. Listen, the Beelzebubs. In Greek, Beelzebub is the, the in, in, it talks about Beelzebub in Mark chapter 3, verse 22, and Luke eleven fifteen, 15. And the Greek manuscript is Beelzebub. It's probably the, the, the right, it's basically the uh, idol god of, of, it's the idol god of Ekron. And look at 2 Kings, 2 Kings chapter, 2 Kings 1 and 2. It's all idolatry, idolatry. It was regarded as devil worship, worship. And so we could see Jesus was, you know, basically rebuking them. Wow, man. Amazing. Jesus Christ, Christos. Amazing. Wow. Many speak of Jesus Christ, but don't realize the title of Christ is an essence. It's an essence of confession of faith. The word literally means the anointed one. In the Old Testament, it's the Messiah. It's equivalent in Hebrew. is the Messiah. 
It was the pride of the prophets in 1 Kings 19. The priests in Leviticus 4.5. Listen, believers. Listen. In a sense, all of them were anointed with oil in the symbol that God had set them aside of their respective offices. But the, but the permanent anointed one would be the promised Messiah, Jesus, for he would be anointed by God's Spirit to be the ultimate prophet, priest, and king. Isaiah 61, 1. Listen, John 3, 34, with, the, with this, this is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Peter plainly identified Jesus as the promised Messiah. I'm sorry, I thought I wouldn't quote scriptures. But he didn't come to make total peace. He is separating the wheat from the tares. I'm sorry I get excited. This is a radical chapter because he loves you. You guys awake this morning? <laughs> good morning. <laughs> God is good. Listen. Basically, fearing him in this chapter refers not to Satan, but to God. Destroy does not in, in indicate the annihilation, but re, reunion. It's the same verb that's used in verse 19. I'm sorry, verse 9 of the wineskins being, you know, ruined. Every act of our lives will be evaluated at the judgment seat of Christ. Look at 2 Corinthians 5.10. So to refuse to speak up for Christ because of intimidation or persecution will result in the believer's loss of reward, consequence, loss of glory in the kingdom if they're not saved. You've got to be saved. Listen, believers, we cannot be ashamed of Jesus Christ. Jesus did not come to divide the church, but to re reunite the church, to give us light, to give us peace, to give us boldness. Paul was boldness. We need to be bold. Big time. We need to be like Paul. We all need to be like Paul. We need to be like Jesus. Christ-minded. The only one that I truly, really met that was like that was Jesus Christ and Pastor Chuck Smith. He was amazing. He taught me so much. Pastor Chuck Smith, Calvary Chapel. He, he taught me so much about the word of God. And yet I'm a blow it still. I'm a sinner. He taught me so much. He had been through so much. He lost so much. But the Lord built a ministry in him that is still alive today. A lot of people don't like Calvary Chapel. I get it. I'm not part of Calvary Chapel. I'm part of Jesus. I'm growing in his word. I took what Chuck gave me and I moved on. And I, I, get, I, I did what God called me to do. Doesn't mean Calvary Chapel's bad. It just means problems are gonna happen, man. It's not up to, it isn't Calvary Chapel. It's Jesus Chapel. It's Jesus Christ who paid the price for us to be in paradise. Believers, stop blaming the church. Go to church not for the pastor. Go to church not for, you know, yourself, self-glory. Do it for you, for a personal relationship with the Father, Jesus, and learn. And the Bible says in Greek, a go may, and go. Be about his business. Take the good and run with it. When the bad comes, push it aside and say, Satan, get behind me. It's drama. It's church drama. I don't need it. 
It goes for Baptist churches, Pentecostal churches. I love you guys. I love all you guys. Especially you Pentecostals. You guys got it down, man. I mean, you don't have it all down, but man, you guys are bold. I love it. Amazing. Baptist churches are amazing. Baptist churches are doing so much for Jesus. Let's, let's be about his business. Father, we thank you for this verse, Father, this chapter, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that you continue to bless growing in his word, Father. And Lord, you're number one, Lord. Even though I was, this podcast was number one on Spotify, you're number one, Lord. It's not me, it's you, Lord. I give you the glory, Jesus, because you are the one, Father. You're the one who did this. You're the one who gets the glory. You're the one who is worthy to be king. And Father, we thank you for that. And we love you for that. And Father, I pray for the believers who are suffering right now. If you're suffering, listen, I've got your emails. I hear you. I'm with you in prayer. I'm here. I'm with you. I'm praying for you. God's going to build your character. He's going to lift you up. He's going he's to give you things. He will never give you more than you cannot handle. And he's going to bless you. And he loves you. Remember that. Jesus Christ loves you, man. And so do we. God bless you guys. And until next week, we'll see you then. May God bless you, man. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you guys. And thank you for growing in his word.